Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Family and one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Hello, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. And uh, we are going to go through tonight, as I mentioned to you last night, some of the key points of the Durham report. We've seen Durham uh, appear in Congress and talk about his investigation into a very shameful chapter of American history or, or incident in American history, the spying on a presidential campaign by the opposition party. This is a disgrace. And uh, he issued a very, very detailed report. And I want to uh, go through a paper that emphasizes the 10 key takeaways from this report, was prepared by our friends at the America First Policy Institute. But before we get into that, of course, let's uh, go to our scriptures. And I want to read from the letter to the Hebrews here, chapter 4, starting in verse 12. The word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. Let us pray. Lord, you are light. You bring light into the world. You ask us to live in light, and you teach us that some go away from the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. Some live in darkness. And you have instructed us through the Apostle Paul that we are to have no share in the fruitless works of darkness, but rather expose them, exposing them to the light. Lord, this is a key responsibility that we have as your followers and we have as fellow believers and fellow citizens in this nation. And you have given responsibility of oversight to certain members and public servants in government. We ask you, Lord, that they will be faithful to their task of exposing wicked deeds to the light. Enable us, once these deeds are exposed, to do what needs to be done to correct and root out oppre- uh, 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 corruption. We ask you, Lord, for a success in these endeavors. And may we understand what is for the good of our country. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, there certainly is a, a concrete application to this verse and those other scriptures I mentioned, uh, isn't there? Light shining in darkness, exposing wickedness and corruption, 
exposing what we have come to know as the deep state, exposing what we have seen as the persecution, ongoing persecution for years and years of President Trump and those who support him, of pro-life people, pro-America people, Republicans. The list goes on and they're all connected. What we've seen here and what we're going to look at today is a summary of this report by uh, John Durham. Uh, let's take a look at this document. It was, pu- it was put out by the America First po- Policy Institute, uh, uh, which uh, I'm a participant in, AFPI. Uh, check out AmericaFirstPolicy.com, and you'll see a lot of the great work that they do. Let's look uh, at this together. The top 10 points that we should uh, learn from this Durham report. Let's uh, uh, look at, uh, well, the first page summarizes, of course, the background um, this, this Durham report was released on May in May 12th of 2023, reporting on matters related to intelligence activities and investigations arising out of the 2016 presidential election. Now, what does the report find? It's a scathing review of the FBI's lack of fidelity and merit in pursuit of politics, and the findings are sobering. We've talked about corruption in the FBI, corruption in different agencies of government. This is part of what we mean by the deep state. Let's look at the 10 things we should take away from this report. Number one, the FBI lacked viable evidence or intelligence to support the opening of the 2016 Crossfire Hurricane investigation into the Trump campaign. So essentially you had enemies of then-candidate Uh, Donald Trump, who decided, let's throw caution to the wind, let's set the law aside, who cares about procedure, who cares about fairness, let's make up a story that he's colluding with the Russians in this election. Let's spy on the campaign. The FBI got involved here, but again, point number one is, without evidence, No support. What was the support ultimately? The support was Trump derangement syndrome on on the part of, of certain significant individuals. The FBI jumped in without any significant review of its own intelligence databases or collecting or examining information from other intelligence agencies or interviewing witnesses or using any of the standard tools that the FBI uses to investigate these things. Otherwise, they would have realized that there was nothing to make them think that candidate Donald Trump was involved with the Russians. Okay, Crossfire Hurricane, of course, is the name of this investigation into the Trump campaign. Let's look at the second point that we should take away from this report. It was the Clinton campaign that contracted a man by the name of Christopher Steele to conduct opposition research on Trump. The Steele reports, or the Steele dossier, formed the crux of this crossfire hurricane, this effort to investigate the Trump campaign. Um, Again, Clinton campaign funded. They retained a company called Fusion GPS, an investigative firm, to conduct the opposition research. And this turned into what's been known as the the Trump 
uh, the, the Steele dossier. Okay, number three, with no evidence on which to base their inquiries, FBI senior officials expeditiously and selectively chose to investigate the Trump campaign while ignoring Clinton-related controversies. Well, of course they're going to ignore Clinton-related controversies. They wanted to take attention away from that. And this is what the other side always does. Look at the red shiny object over here. Oh, look over here, everybody. Look over here. And meanwhile, what's over there doesn't mean anything. They're just trying to get your attention from the things away from the things that truly do mean something. Point number four. And here, we, by the way, we're going through, again, 10 key points from the Durham report about this spying on the Trump campaign back in 2016. Number four is FBI officials who were directly involved with this spy campaign, Crossfire Hurricane, had political biases against Trump and ultimately failed to fulfill their promise to uphold the rule of law. So some of those most directly involved in this, even before it started, had expressed their open disdain for Donald Trump, had asked, had been asking, when were they going to open an investigation about this man? And they asserted that they would prevent Trump from becoming president. You know, we don't do things this way in America. In America, you don't like a particular candidate for public office. You vote against him. You campaign against them. You have free speech. You can uh, start a podcast, go walk around, hand out signs, get a bullhorn and speak on public property until you get hoarse. You have ways of conveying the reasons why you think a certain person should not have any particular public office. That's our right as Americans. But no, they have to choose this route of illegally spying on a campaign, making things up about people. This is not the American way to go. Point number five. In 2016, then Vice President Biden received a White House briefing on the Clinton campaign to vilify Trump by connecting Trump to Putin in order to distract voters from Clinton's private email server. So she had a thing going on at the same time that uh, they didn't want people to be thinking about. So there was this briefing made. Obama was there with the uh, director of the CIA, with Biden, and with other senior administration officials, including then the Attorney General Loretta Lynch and the FBI director at the time, James Comey. There was a briefing. Okay, number six. No crossfire hurricane investigators took action to vet the Clinton intelligence plan, which stands in sharp contrast to how they relied on the uncorroborated steel reports to open the investigation. You see, the bias is obvious here. You don't stop and think, let me look into uh, 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 what the role of Clinton was here. No. They, they, they just take hook, line, and sinker, a made-up report. Unbelievable. Point number seven that came out. The Crossfire Hurricane investigators claim to have never seen the Clinton intelligence or the CIA referral memo. If they had been aware of this information, they likely would have been 
much more skeptical. All right, that speaks for itself. Point number eight, FBI personnel forged, forged pertinent information on its application for a FISA warrant and then intentionally and egregiously lied, sidestepping critical requirements for renewing the warrant for a wiretap. You can hear President Trump saying it, right? They spied on my campaign. He said this long before we had a lot of this evidence. He knew it. He called it right. They spied on my campaign. Well, now we know, brothers and sisters, in great detail that this was the case. FBI going to a FISA court, lying on the application, and just just uh, says here, sidestepping, just they bulldoze through any of the normal procedures and cautions and, 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 and guidelines to respect people's rights here in the United States of America. Okay, point number nine. FBI senior officials were not and seemingly cannot be held legally accountable for using political biases. Okay, what you're seeing is a pattern in this report, in other words, is that you've got a spy campaign here based not on evidence, but on political bias. So this point number nine is, okay, so what's the punishment for this? Apparently not much, unless some particular federal statute gets broken, uh, you don't have uh, much accountability, legally speaking, for just having political bias in a, in a matter like this. And then finally, point number 10, individuals with information critical to Durham's investigation tried to avoid interviews and subpoenas or provided information under a grant of immunity. All right, well, that says a lot. You don't even want to talk. You don't even want to share uh, information. You lack cooperation. Um, and uh, despite extensive interviews and research and analysis, the lack of cooperation by some sources prevented the special counsel, Durham, from providing answers to all the key questions. So, brothers and sisters, uh, what that leads us to, and we can uh, take the... Um, page off now, is uh, uh, the fact that we still have a lot of unanswered questions here. The American people, in a matter like this, have the right to know what's going on. And that's part of accountability and transparency in government. That's our constitutional system. It requires that. Remember, let's put this in the wider context of America, which in turn is in the wider context of the scripture that we read about light exposing the deeds of darkness. Our founders declared independence from tyranny. They wanted a system that would be as free as humanly possible from the kind of corruption that they had personally experienced under the king. Corruption that is outlined in the Declaration of Independence. Sidestepping the rights of people to representation and proper legislative processes or even ownership of, of lands and, 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 and other possessions. Corruption. 
runs roughshod over the rights of individuals to reputation, to possessions, and to many other things. So our founders were very, very careful to construct a system of government that could put up as many safeguards against corruption as possible. One of them is the very fact of divided government, the very fact of, uh, of, of separation of powers, checks and balances. You know, the Congress acts a certain way if it's, if it's uh, uh, going down the wrong track, uh, the, the executive branch can, can intervene and vice versa. The Congress can put a check on what the executive branch does. The courts can put a check on what both branches do. The branches could take action relative to the courts. There's all kinds of checks and balances. Balances against what? Balances against the human tendency to corruption. That we want power. And, 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 and people tend to grasp for this power in a corrupt way when they don't believe they can win in the legitimate way. And what happened then, what the Durham investigation and report are focused on, that is the corrupt, immoral, illegal, unconstitutional actions against then-candidate Donald Trump in his 2016 campaign were based on the same kind of fears and generated the same kind of corruption that we see happening again now. It's the fear, the dread that the left has of Donald Trump being president. They knew, they knew from the beginning that he was a no-nonsense person, is a no-nonsense person, who's going to expose corruption when he sees it. And that's the main thing they're afraid of right now. And now they're more afraid than ever because he got into the White House. He had a successful administration wildly successful, historically successful. He exposed the deep state. He saw where all the corruption was. He says, I didn't even know it was so bad. And now knowing way more than he did before and having the opportunity to serve again as president without having to worry about re-election, without having to gain any new friends, doesn't curry favor with anybody anyway. But now that's even going to be more the case they are really afraid, especially since he's campaigning on the fact that if he gets in for another term, he's going to completely obliterate the deep state. Friends, some of the information on this, some citizens might say, oh my gosh, I've heard enough about this Steele dossier and, and, and crossfire hurricane and spying on the campaign. Other people might say, oh, the details here are too confusing. It's, it's uh, I don't understand all these things about legalities. And don't worry about either one of those things. First of all, we should never get tired of rooting out corruption. We never need, we never can afford to get tired in America of transparency and insisting on transparency. Secondly, you don't have to understand all the intricate details of legal maneuvers or the structure of government. There's a lot of terminologies and acronyms. I know, I find it as 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 uh, uh, annoying as, as anyone else does. After a while, it gets to be too much. But don't lose the critical point. You've got people behaving in these, in these intelligence agencies and other, other agencies of government in a politically biased way. That's the main takeaway right there. And it's very simple to understand. These are political partisans who are dishonest and will lie and cheat in any way 
to stop their political opponents. So you take that as the principle. It's been exposed. It's the Democrats who are doing it. It's the Democrat Party. And now you see it happening all over again. What With the same agencies, FBI, other intelligence agencies. What are they doing? All these bad prosecutors, they're all Democrats. It, 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 the, convening these grand juries and uh, bringing these fake indictments and, and, and based on nothing. This was all based on, here's the other takeaway. This is all based on nothing. They had nothing, made it up out of thin air. And they've been making things up out of thin air against President Trump ever since. It's the same pattern. Make things up. Impeach him once. Impeach him again. Raid the, the, uh, his Mar-a-Lago home. Based on nothing. They have nothing. There is nothing. There's no crime. But no, 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 no. They want to act as if there is. Again, going after a person in search of a crime. And if they don't find a crime, well, they just make one up. Instead of the American way, where we first, you start with an identified and identifiable crime. You start with the evidence that there is a crime. And then you go in search of the people who did it. You don't go in search of a person. You don't go after a person. You see, they start with an identifiable person. He's a threat to us. We don't want him president. He's a threat. So you go after a person. And you search for the crime. Oh, let's see whatever happens. To, to, they've done this so many times, starting with this, this garbage, that this is why they can't, they, can't, they can't overcome his momentum because it's like, okay, you, you, you cried wolf too many times. You did it too many times. That's it. You've lost credibility. You know what also has to happen? These agencies have to be completely reformed. Even to the point, like with the FBI, I mean, just, you know, they said in, in, in reference to other things that have been exposed, I mean, we've seen example after example of how these agencies have been targeting conservative groups, uh, targeting even the Republican National Committee uh, as such, and, and considering all of us and the media outlets that we create uh, to be some kind of threat to American freedom and democracy. And 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 we see this we see this this bias. We see the FBI coming out and and you know arresting people for no good reason and pointing guns at seven in the morning against a, a peaceful pro-life activist and his wife and children at his home. And on and on it goes. And then we see the FBI say, oh yeah, well, you know, um we're gonna change some uh rules to uh uh you know um uh, repair these uh, these problems. You know, you don't. When it's gone as far as it has gone, it's not a matter of changing some rules. Which rules are you going to change? The ones that say uh, that you uh, you can raid the home of a former president based on nothing. Is that the rule that you're gonna you're gonna change? What rule are you gonna change that that you know you can't point guns at the at the family of a of a peaceful pro life activist at, at, at seven o'clock in the morning and in front of his house? Is that the rule? Is there a rule there like that that you have to change? It's not a matter anymore of changing rules. It's corruption. 
in the people who are running these agencies. It's political bias. It's a matter of the heart and the mind and the soul. And that's where we go back to the reading that we started with. The word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing the division of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. That's where the corruption is. Don't tell me about your rule books. This is a corruption of the heart. And there's only, two, there's only two things then that can be done. The corrupt agencies have to be reorganized completely. Defunded. The corrupt people have to be fired. Get them out. Once they're out, okay, then what has to happen is they themselves have to be converted. But that's not a matter for, for, for government. That's a matter for the church. The gospel has to be proclaimed. They have to hear the word of God. And if they're open to conversion, they get converted. But they can't be in these sensitive positions in the meantime. Get them out. And if you have to dismantle the, the entity altogether, then do so. That doesn't mean you leave the job undone. There, there, there are good people in these agencies that can be assigned to other agencies. You, 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 you distribute the work differently. We support all kinds of legitimate law enforcement and the work has to go on. And there are people quite capable of doing it in a, uh, doing it with integrity and honesty. But when a system has developed where you see the kind of corruption that we've seen here, uh, there have to be radical reforms, not just band-aids. Okay, so that's, that's what I have for you today, friends. Uh, pay, continue paying attention to this. And remember, don't be negative on the, uh, you know, the Republicans control the House right now. They're doing these investigations. Give them credit where credit is due. Uh, they're doing these investigations. They deserve our support for doing so. And don't let the left criticize just the fact that they're investigating. You know, if they weren't doing anything else in terms of um, uh, proposing and passing good legislation, or at least trying to, uh, that would be one thing. But uh, but but they are doing a lot of things at once, and there is a role for oversight investigations. That's why there's an oversight committee, because again, it goes back to the separation of powers and the need for accountability and transparency in government. Having investigations, having oversight into these different government agencies, that is part and parcel of the appropriate, legitimate role of Congress. That's part of governing. You can't say, oh, well, stop worrying about all these investigations and get on to other things for the good of the American people. Exposing corruption like this is for the good of the American people. This is governing, to bring these things to light and to put in those chairs, in those hearing rooms, the people who are responsible in these different agencies for doing various things so that they can be questioned. When they're questioned by those members of Congress, don't think of this just as simply some kind of partisan exercise by people who control the levers of power. You see these representatives questioning these people and bringing out into the light things that are being done in secret? That's you questioning them. That's the American people questioning those in these positions who are not there to be served, but to serve 
who are not there for us to be accountable to them, but for them to be accountable to us. And that's why, as you heard, as you heard here, one of these things that came out is the lack of cooperation of some of these people. The arrogance of this, to think that they can just sit there smugly and, and essentially look at us and say, well, sorry, I'm not, I'm not telling you. You're not telling us what happened and what you did and why you did it? Oh, yes, you are telling us. Because you work for us. You're supposed to be serving the people. We're not serving you in any way, shape, or form. And that's why elections matter, and that's why this party of corruption, the Democrat Party, has to be voted out of office completely. It's gotten as bad as it can possibly uh, be expressed in the English language. It's time to fire all these Democrats Let's get this country back on the right track. Lord, we ask you to uh, give us your grace, give us your insight and wisdom here. Give wisdom to all those in government who are doing the right thing. Bring conversion to all those who are doing the wrong thing. But first, Lord, get them away from the levers of power. And set our country back on the track of integrity and honesty and accountability. We pray now in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Well, our thanks to our friends at America First Policy Institute. You want to find this document, go to ProLifeVote.com. That's our election website prolifevote.com. You'll find everything there that you need to know in these ongoing matters. Brothers and sisters, don't get tired. Pay attention. Let's move forward in saving America. Connect with me on social media at FR Frank Pavone on all the major platforms at FR Frank Pavone. And thanks to Right Side Broadcasting, to Getter, and to all our friends who are carrying these programs. We will talk to you tomorrow. Priests for Life, saving lives for over 30 years. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.